Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs ah! on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, in for Mark Willard today, Kevin Michael Whitey Gleason. Thrilled to be with my buddy Dan Dibley. Thrilled to be with you. Thanks for listening to 95.7 The Game. Glorious day to be a sports fan, Dibs, right? I mean, we got Monday Night Football. We got the the Warriors again tonight against New Orleans. I guess it's a great day to be a sports fan unless you happen to be a fan of the Warriors who happens to reside in New Orleans, and you're thinking maybe you're going to one of the Warriors' first couple visits. Yeah, that's uh, two visits down. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if we've seen the official list of DNPs, but we know that Clay won't play. And uh, do they set sit Steph again yeah. and Draymond and Wiggins? Do they sit everyone yet again on the second the half goes. of back-to-back? That's the way it goes. Right. Yeah, Steve well, Kerr I mean, said on their last visit, he was kind of apologizing, and he said, you know, like, fans probably should check the schedule before they buy tickets. Right, but what if you're that little kid in New Orleans who scrimped and scraped, scraped every single dollar they've ever had just to see Steph Curry in one of two visits to New Orleans, hmm. and both happen to be on the second half of a back-to-back, and if he doesn't play in either one, that's devastating. Yeah, you get over it. Well, we've seen that before where... <laughs> You know, the kid in Denver. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so we flew that kid out to Golden State, and you know we were able to accommodate that one individual. Are we going to look at that same situation tonight in New Orleans, or will Steph Maybe. play? And, yeah. You know, we know that Clay most play. likely won't play, but we'll we'll keep an eye on the DNPs, which should come up by the way during right. our show. We should All get right. that news. Something to look forward to. How are you feeling about the Warriors after that? Uh, 
well, win last night, win over the Knicks. They had the team meeting to address the elephants in the room, and they haven't lost a game since. And they've got a road win now. Yeah, I feel better. I'm probably at a five now on the panic meter from a scale of one to ten. I was up to about a six and a half, but the fact that Clay Thompson is now playing better and, you know, f- seemingly over his early season funk in terms of, I mean, I mean, the fitness is still coming back, but. He's not hunting shots like he was, and the shots are going down. And it feels like the team is now looking to feed him early in games more than they were before. But the team meeting, I think, when they addressed the elephants in the room, it had to be more than just Clay's shot selection. Yeah, I honestly think that there may have been some elephants lined up to get in the room. You know, so right. you address some of the elephants in the room. It's like, next, bring in the next elephants in the room. But that happens when, when you've got championship aspirations. The last two games... It's nice to get wins. It's great that they're playing more of a warrior style of basketball offensively. But to me, it's still crystal clear that if they're going to contend for a championship this year again, that they're going to have to get some help. They're going to have to bring in some roster help. And then, you know, that's okay. That happens. You got a long ways to go. But the notion, and I think you guys talked about this last week, the idea that this team is just going to, oh, you know what? They'll figure it out. If you, if that's your, your view of this team, they'll figure it out, they'll be fine, then you should be wearing Kyle Madsen's Dumbo hat today because you belong in fantasy. <laughs> exactly. Is he wearing a Dumbo hat? He is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and wow. I'm not making fun of his hat. It literally is a Dumbo hat. Yeah. yeah. He's a big fan of Disneyland. Yeah, so I'm not surprised sure. by yeah, that. But, yeah. uh, you know, either the young players suddenly get a lot better. Or the the bench veterans that you have play better, or you find a way to bring in additional help. And right now, you've got a 13-man roster because you have the 15th spot that's open, and you've got Andre Iguodala, who Hmm. does not play. Right. So are you going to try to make it through with a 13-man roster, or are you going to get some additions? Yeah. I think, best-case scenario, Wiseman plays well down in Santa Cruz, enough to the where some other team says, you know, we like him, he's not a good fit for you guys, but boy, young guy, tremendous upside and you're able to get something back from them, that's really going to help you this year. I think the two-timeline plan, to me, if, if you're smart, and the words are obviously brilliant, I think they recognize, huh, that's probably not syncing up the way we hoped. It was worth a try, but we can't squander what we're getting out of well, Clay last night and Steph this year, if we're going to you know, take advantage of, of what they're doing right now, we got to get some veteran help now. Right, and it's tough to do unless you trade James Wiseman for a veteran. And if Iguodala plays, if he's able to play at all, and then you use the 15th spot, well, then maybe you have a bench that is sustainable enough to where you could make a deep run. But right now, if I look at what you have on the bench, you've got Jordan Poole. He's basically a sixth starter, and that's great. Jermichael Green, maybe he's playing his way into being useful. A little better. Mm -hmm. But after that, DiVincenzo is a little bit up and down, and Ty Jerome, not so much. I like him, but he's not. (laughs) No, I mean, Jeremy Lamb has been, you know, up and down. He flashed a little bit, and now he's kind of regressed. Anthony Lamb. Did I call him Jeremy Lamb? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Anthony Lamb. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you look across the... But that says it all right there. I mean, yeah. we're still like, who is that guy again? I mean, he's playing great, but who is right. he again? And yeah. I, I think if you look at Moody, who can barely crack the rotation at all, he can't. And Kaminga... Really interesting. Kaminga has a very short leash, so you need at least one, if not two more veterans on the bench. I think so, yeah. Moses Moody's an interesting case. I thought last year, okay, lower ceiling, so to speak, than Wiseman or Kaminga, but a higher floor, if you will, and it looks like he's 
way ahead of them in terms of defensive principles, understanding all that. But then this year got to a point where, Moses, you ain't playing. And I guess it's a matter of fouling too much and turning the ball over. Yeah, and that's been a problem with this team across the board, not only Moses Moody, but the thing about the second unit, we saw it last night. The starters come out. Clay Thompson is unbelievable. Clay's back in the first quarter. That was amazing. And, you know, Steph and Wiggins, everyone playing great. And you blow out. Houston in that first quarter. Then what happened? And, and then the second quarter. 13-0 run! Man! And, and, and that's where, and I know that Steve Kerr tweaked the rotation a little bit, but I don't know if you can tweak it enough to where you can offset those big deficits that you have in the second quarter. You can't just play your top six the whole game. That would be the ultimate tweak, and it's yeah. probably not sustainable. So, yeah, 888-957-9570. It's Willard and Dibbs. Whitey in for Willard the next couple of days, so that means, among other things, we do have Jockerty coming up uh, today. Right now, let's go to the coach in Vallejo on 95.7 The Game. Coach, what are you doing? Hello, Coach. Coach. Hey, Coach. Hey, Coach. I'm sitting here watching you guys on uh, YouTube, and you're looking good. Thank you, Coach. Hey, you know, what I really want to say is, and Dave, I, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but Jordan Poole is not a starter. And I hate when people say he's the sixth starter because the guy, if he's a starter, you got a very bad team. And, uh, you know, I think he can make ten mistakes and never come out the game, but Kaminga can make one and all hell breaks loose, and Kerr yanks him. I think if Kaminga was given the same leash as Jordan Poole, same with Moody, they would put up numbers and would have a better game than Jordan Poole. That's just my take, guys. Thank you, Coach. Let me just real quickly say, Coach called J.D. and I on Saturday, and he was saying, hey, the Warriors should go after Dwight Howard. And Dwight Howard had a monster game in, was it Taiwan or China? Yeah. Dwight Howard apparently has, from what he said, last month he has no interest in being like a guy coming off the bench he still thinks he's the man so that's probably why he's not a good fit here but as far as jordan Poole goes jordan Poole dibs correct me if i'm wrong jordan Poole has a longer leash so to speak because he's proven he's more of a proven player than right Kuminga. and he's signed for you know four years so that he's going to be here and he's a guy that you need to rely on yeah and in terms of offense he can give you a lot more offense than Kaminga. and you know defensively jordan Poole is is, is a flawed player but but ultimately, you need him on that second unit to come in and light up the scoreboard. Last night, not so much. Ten points on three of eight. You'd was, like to see him a little bit more aggressive. Five but, of 17 against the Knicks, too. Yeah, so. yeah so that's eight of 25. That's, that's 32%. Not no, that's not, that's not great. It's not great. But if Clay can snap out of it, then Jordan Poole can, too. Do you think that, uh, speaking of the elephants in the room, you think maybe Jordan Poole on some level, oh, you know, it's a punch. It's a punch is still bothering him. Yeah, absolutely. How could it not? I mean, in terms of, and this is where I wonder about the elephants in the room when they got addressed. I wonder if that was one of the elephants that got addressed in that team meeting. And if, you know, Draymond Green came out again to the team and talked about, you know, how that has affected not only Jordan Poole, but the whole ethos, the whole vibe of the team. They have won a couple in a row now. Mm-hmm. And I know beating Houston's no big no big shakes, but I wonder when you talk about elephants in the room, if that wasn't one of yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. Two? Three? Two? That's a two. Two. <laughs> two. All right. Need a little Shouldn't bit have more tried it. In there. Shouldn't have tried it. Yeah. Uh, real quickly on ah, number two. <laughs> Jordan Poole starting over Clay. 
And you guys, you nailed it last week, obviously, Dibs. For one thing, Clay didn't want to come off the bench, and if you did that, you would risk losing Clay, so that's not going to happen. Secondly, even if you did that, what would you solve? I mean, if Clay's playing as poorly as he was playing, it doesn't really matter if he's starting or not. So, I, yeah, and I know Jordan Poole's played better as a starter, but I don't think that was ever really the solution, and hopefully now we don't have to worry about that anymore. 888-957-9570. Austin joins us from Redwood City on 95.7 The Game. What are you doing, Austin? I'm doing pretty good, man. Hey, look, hey, here's where I got. Hey, I liked the game yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. It was pretty cool. I just like to see the starters come back and pick the lead up a little bit more before they put the bench in. And also, I want to touch base on these turnovers. Do you guys remember when Curry was doing these one-hand passes and turning the ball over? It seems like everybody on the team now is doing the exact same thing Curry was doing in the past, and they're doing it now. All right, we'll get to that, Austin. Uh, coming up, what's coming up on the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. We'll get to Austin's question. Plus, can we downgrade the dubs elephants in the room to maybe, I don't know, mice in the attic? That's next, and this is sponsored by Lucky California. It's Willard and Dibs. Whitey in for Willard, 95.7 The Game. Now back to... Lu- now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. He's not here today, Steph, but thanks. Whitey in for Willard on 95.7 The Game. Going to talk about those uh, those warrior elephants in the room. Where do they go? Did they all leave? Can we downgrade them to Dibs maybe ants in the hot tub? That's what I was dealing with yesterday. I mean, I don't know. I think they're mice in the kitchen. Yeah. They're not quite ants in the hot tub. Yeah. Until you get above 500, I'd say mice in the kitchen right now. Okay. Um, you know they're there, and you, you set traps, and you haven't caught them all, and then you go to bed, and you hear a little, little bit of that skittering, <laughs> and uh, a little bit of dropping still. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, you're, you're eight and nine. There's still something going on. I think so. By the way, Austin just called, and thank you, Austin, and, and you can reach us, of course. At eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy, Austin was asking about the Warriors, kind of emulating some of Steph's careless turnovers. Are they getting carried away with that? Turnovers are definitely an issue. But as far as Steph goes, he had one turnover last night. You know, as far as the, the shooting has been incredible, but Steph Curry with fifteen assists and one turnover—that's incredible. Yeah, and it's a lot of it is the adjustment on. I think what Austin was saying about the one-handed passes and just the. General carelessness with the basketball, the reckless passes. He seems like he's doing that a lot less in terms of just trying for the home run pass. Yeah. A 15 to 1 ratio is incredible. And it is. You could see early on that maybe it's because of the meeting, but they all wanted to kind of get Clay going. They wanted to feed Clay, get Clay comfortable. Steph deferred early in that game, and it obviously helped his assist total, and it helped Clay get off. I think the most encouraging sign from the last two games, as we said on the changeover, is the fact that the Warriors, the last two games since they had the meeting about the elephants or whatever the nature of the critters is, um, they discussed everything going on with, with Clay, and then they were playing last two games, sharing the ball, playing Warrior basketball offensively. So is this a thing, Dibs? Last night you had Clay with 10 threes, Curry with seven. Wiggins with six threes, most combined threes by a trio in NBA history. That's a something, yeah, especially when Wiggins adds a, a very quiet six threes, which it's only quiet because you had Steph with seven and Clay with ten. Twenty-three threes between three guys. It's remarkable, but we do all have to remember 
that was Houston. So let's You're slow right. down a little bit. You're absolutely Houston right. Houston starting two 20-year-olds and a 19-year-old. That was basically like taking on the, uh, the G League Ignite in terms of the relative inexperience. So it was great. I'm not discounting it, but you do have to give some perspective to the fact that Houston is maybe the worst team. In the West, maybe the worst team in all of basketball. And yeah, by the way, you had to gut that one out. Yes, that thing was in no, Dallas you're right. You're right into the final minute. Mm-hmm. So it's great. One twenty-seven, most threes by a trio in NBA history. But you needed a couple of late buckets for Steph to be able to give him the, the night night. Houston has some nice players. Uh, Shengun didn't have a very good night. Looney, I think, did a good job on him. Green, I think, is a really talented player. But they still, and some of this is by design because they're, you know, they would love to get Wembanyama. Some they just look like a JUCO team, don't they? I mean, totally. they're running up and down the floor and throwing the ball all over the place. Sometimes you can see the talent. Um, so I think you're right. That is a that's a great point, and that's why I think okay. Maybe you can downgrade the elephants, but there are still issues there. And if the Warriors don't defend better, you know, last night they gave up a 120 to a Rockets team that's not very good. They, they ain't going to come anywhere near accomplishing the things they need to accomplish. Yes, they've held one opponent under 100 points all year, and that was San Antonio. And in a game they won by 37. In a game they were up by 41 when they finally were able to play James Wiseman. So this is not a team that is. A defensive juggernaut, we know no. that. And if you look ahead, like New Orleans tonight, it's going to be a tough game. Tough game without Clay, and we don't know who else will sit. There's a likelihood that more players will sit on the second half of a back-to-back. And by the way, coming up, you've got the Clippers Wednesday, Utah Friday, Utah. and then you go at Minnesota and at Dallas. You've got a little bit of a tough schedule ahead. So tonight be one of, might be one of those games that you just give up on, and then you've got four pretty tough Western Conference games ahead. Yeah, and last night, Steph played 37 minutes, and I think he might have played even more than that against the Knicks, so he's hopefully he'll play, but I'd be surprised if he does. Um, You're right, though. The fact that you had to struggle like that, you got your first road win, that's nice. But as I said earlier, in my opinion, the notion that, oh, they've won two in a row, they had the meeting, they're good now, that's just a fantasy. Agreed. Is this factor fantasy? Yeah. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Thank you. So what are the elephants remaining, or the mice in the kitchen, as you put it? Jordan Poole, certainly yeah. one of them. Yes, absolutely. Like, which Jordan Poole are you going to get night to night? Is it the Jordan Poole that's going to be aggressive and trying to score and feeling good and money time? Or the Jordan Poole who went 0 for 5? I think that was against Phoenix, where he just decided that he wasn't really in- interested yeah. in, in shooting the basketball. So why is Jordan Poole not playing? Playing with the same confidence and the same swagger as he did before. And the other elephant in the room is the second quarter. What happens? What the hell's going on in the second quarter to where you gave up a 13 0 run to Houston? Right. And you looked got, terrible yes, in the process. And it should have been a 23 to nothing run, quite frankly. You can't defend. You can't score. What's going on with your bench team? That to me is the biggest elephant yep. still in the room. I agree. And there's really only so much you can do about that. You guys need to play better. Okay. Right. You need to be better. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. impossible. Yeah. Um Jordan Poole, I think he's always gonna be a somewhat streaky player, but whatever's going on with him right now is a big problem because they rely on him so much. And last night, Wiggins, as we said, picked up a lot of the three-point slack. But if Poole doesn't start playing better, more consistently, that's going to be a problem, too. I, maybe it is the punch or lack of confidence or something. 
Uh, I don't know. Steve Kerr says, of course, that part of the problem for Poole is the fact that defenses now, they're focusing a lot more their attention on Jordan Poole than they used to. And that's fair. But if you're a good player, if you're an elite player, a player worth a contract as big as he got, you can find ways to get in your bag and still get buckets, right? Yeah. Yep. 888-957-9570. The Warriors with their first road win. So, oh, they're 8-9 now. Uh, they're not that far out of first place in the West, and they're they're playing better of late. Half game out of the 10 seed yeah, right now. Almost they're, to the play-in spot. They're just a half game out of the play-in situation. But when you look at how they're doing it, obviously you'd rather win than not, but I think there's still a lot of work left to do here. Uh, what are some of the other mice in the kitchen? We mentioned the bench. Defensively, they're nowhere near where they need to be. Jordan Poole. Uh, and I still think it would be nice to have some size, at least at the end of the bench. Uh, I know they love to go small, and Looney plays well, and you got Green now. Both Greens playing some center. I just think it would be nice to have some size available to you. Wiseman was so, supposed to supply that, but he's obviously in Santa Cruz. Right, and he doesn't seem like he's in Santa Cruz just for 10 days, and he'll be back, and he'll be back in the You rotation. were not impressed by his, uh, his latest debut there. No, it was okay. I mean, he showed signs of what he can he be. He made a three. Off, yeah, offensively, he's got a nice uh, nice array of, of uh, things he can do. He can shoot the ball. He's got a nice stroke. He can't really post up. He can't really score with his back to the basket. He can't really beat you off the dribble. He's very long and athletic. He can dunk. We know that. He's not a great rebounder, Whitey. He he doesn't even against G League players, he was unable to like get correct position or even fight when he didn't have good position to get under the hoop. And I didn't see nearly as much of that game as you did. It looked to me like the team they were they were playing the Lakers team. Is that right? Or it's a Salt Lake. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the Lakers. Lakers, thank you. South Bay Lakers. They didn't have a lot of size. And still James Wiseman I mean, his rebound numbers were were decent. Here's what he's supposed to be working on, according to his coaches down there. Gaining confidence, learning to finish at the rim, learning to play smart but solid defense, and learning to make better decisions. The rest of it, oh, he made it three. You know, the Warriors, as far as they're concerned, if that boosts his confidence, that's a good thing. But we really don't want him shooting a lot of threes. Right, and he seemed to me, as I was watching the game, it seemed to me like he was drifting out toward the three-point line a lot more than they would want, looking to get his shot that's off. what he and, wants to do, right? Yeah, and that's where I think he's comfortable as more of like a, a small forward, but the Warriors need him to be a big man. They need him to play center, and that ultimately might be the disconnect that keeps him from being a part of this rotation. Mm-hmm. 888-957-9570. Drew joins us from Oakland on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Drew, what are you doing? Hey, hey, hey. I think that... Uh Signing pool was premature, and that may be the thing that really comes back to bite them most because after his performance last year, uh, he's not going to replace, you know, Curry. And he's like the second coming of Mata Ellis. They should have considered trading him and getting somebody that they needed because if they have such light years, they should have seen that Wiseman was not all that. That is what I have to say. And I think it's going to come back to bite them that they paid so much money for pool it was they didn't need to don't do something you don't need to do from a logistical standpoint not like they were going to lose in their free agency you know three quarters of the way through the season then they could have decided to pay him or they could have maintained the option to move him for something valuable 
Thank you, Drew. I tend to agree with you. Yeah. I said that at the time I wouldn't sign him. You know, he would have been a restricted free agent. I would have let him play this year to prove his worth. And then you have a clear idea what you're dealing with. It just makes sense. Um, but what's done is done. And I'm wondering if the punch had anything to do with the fact that they gave him as much money and, as they did and signed him when they did. Well, they said that it didn't, but I, I can't help but wonder if it had some sort of an impact on it. But the bigger issue to me is, okay, now you got your contract and whether or not we thought that was a good move or not. And I'm kind of with you in terms of I would have waited, let him play out another year, let him see, let him show us exactly the player that he is. And, it's kind of what decide. Phoenix did with Aiton. It's exactly what Phoenix did right. with Aiton at the time. Oh, that's going to hurt his feelings. Well, it's fine now. They got him. They saved some money, and he's still theirs. Right. And he goes out, and you show the kind of player that you're going to be, and then you go out and you earn that contract. But the Warriors decided to ink him early, and now you have a player who's been wildly inconsistent in terms of you know what he's trying to do offensively how aggressive he wants to be and that to me is the biggest issue he's never going to be a lockdown defender but you want him to kind of maybe be Steph Light at some point in terms of his ability to score yeah the path out of this for the Warriors and it looks like they're headed in the right direction I know but the path out clearly starts at the defensive end um, that's what Steve Kerr says. And it was interesting. Somebody asked Steve Kerr after the game last night about Wiggins and his three-point shooting. And Coach Kerr took it right to his defense. Like, yeah, but his defense hasn't been as good. So that's it. That's I've, We've said this um, in recent weeks. It's easy to look at the Warriors and identify problems. This isn't right. This isn't right. That guy's not playing well. When it comes to figuring out solutions, that's been tougher. So I think for the Warriors right now, and what Coach feels is like, the solution is we have to play better defense. It has to start with that. The other things are great. Clay playing better is great, and that actually helps you defensively if he's into the flow and not forcing shots. But if they don't play better defense, they're in big trouble. But who can play defense on this team? We know that Draymond can play defense. Wiggins has been a great defender. Kevon Looney, sturdy. Clay Thompson at his best, good defender. Yeah. Steph Curry, he, he can defend. A lot better. A lot, yeah. lot better than he used to be. And I would say he's not even average. He's probably a slight tick above average. He's not an elite defender, but he's not a defender who hurts you. But then you go to the second unit. Jordan Poole, turnstile. Jonathan Kaminga, lost. Jermichael Green, Tries hard, but not very good. Dante DiVincenzo, he's a pretty good defender, but not a great defender. Moses Moody, you mentioned earlier, maybe a little bit of a lateral movement issue. And then you're out of bodies. Yeah, I know. Anthony Lamb, who I call Jeremy, not a great defender. (laughs) So you've got five good defenders. Four of them start, and then DiVincenzo. And then when you go to the second unit... They cannot defend. I remember when the Warriors drafted Moody, I was in, I think I was in with you and JD, and I was in for Steiny, I think, and we were talking to somebody who saw Moses Moody in college, and this was someone who had covered him and was raving about him. And Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Saying, oh, he's a great pick. He's smart. He can shoot. He's a good team defender. But even that guy, and I think he was a newspaper writer, but even that guy back then said, <laughs> I know he's, him. He's, yeah, he's, uh, you know, he doesn't have great lateral quickness. And I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. And I think that's part of the problem he's having now is he's just fouling too much it's a little surprise to see moody who we thought was well moody's pretty much got a spot in the rotation now you know lee's gone jta's gone moody you can plug him right in but no you can't and i think the fact that he's having trouble keeping up with other players uh defensively that that's why well this whole team fouls yeah. too much and so you yes. bring a guy in off the bench who also fouls too much and you're you're kind of stuck because they're old right it's because they're old and they're slow well, even the young guys foul too much and james wiseman when he was here he fouls too much because he doesn't really have the defensive acumen and J- jonathan kaminga fouls too much and moses moody maybe not quick enough so he fouls too much and jordan Poole tries to cheat on defense and he fouls too much and that's where you get into this bad free throw disparity mm-hmm. that Steve Kerr has talked about, you know, ad nauseum in terms of you got to defend without fouling, and that's why you get into so many of these close games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's a Whitey in for Willard today. Willard and Dibs on ninety five seven the game. Uh, Dibs, by the way, tomorrow you got a special event going on, right? You're yeah. going to be somewhere before the show, even. Oh yeah, yeah. and everyone around show. here is glued to the World Cup and. Uh, Netherlands scored a goal. Yeah, right? one yeah, nothing yeah. over Senegal one tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I'll be at Mad Dog in the Fog for the middle game of the three games. Mexico taking on but Poland. Get, we're doing the show tomorrow. Yeah, we- you and Kyle are doing the show, and I might stumble <laughs> in about, I don't know, maybe 9.30, What? Yeah, your boy could be staggering in. I'll be live at Mad Dog in the Fog I was on day drinking. Hate Street. <laughs> yep. It's a uh, Upper Hate new location, uh, 1568 Hate Street. I'll have to confirm the exact address, but it's right up there by uh, by Hate Nashbury. Uh huh. Come on out. I'll be there for the Mexico Poland game, drinking some estrellas with all of my Mexican national team fans. Oh, tremendous! So that's tomorrow, and then you wrap that up, then you come in. Boom, let's do the show. Yeah, jump in a cab and maybe stop off for a little breakfast. And then I'm thinking about 10, 10, 15 would be about right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if you get a chance, uh, join Dibs tomorrow. And join us here on the Xfinity Mobile text line or give us a call at 888-957-9570 from the 408 Dibs. We need to DNP pool. 
and give minutes to Moody and Kaminga. Moody will improve with minutes and experience. That's the whole thing so many fans feel about the young players. Well, they have to play. They're going to improve if you play them, and if you don't play them consistently, they're not going to get any better. Well, that's just not... I mean, that's the case, yes. Maybe. But if you want to go out and lose by 25. Yeah. And the Warriors don't want to lose by 25. And so you've got a starting unit of Steph, Clay, Draymond, Looney, and Wiggins, veterans across the board. None of them uh, knew. All of them know how to play basketball. They come out and they stake a lead. And then, okay, we're going to play the young guys by hook or by crook. Kaminga, Wiseman, Moody, you're all in there, and then the lead evaporates, <laughs> and then now you got a deficit. Yeah, and now we go back to the starters, and right. they're thinking, "What the hell, guys? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we gave you this, and then you you left us with an absolute mess." So that's not the way you go about winning basketball games. That had to be one of the elephants in the room: the fact that the young guys, some of them were almost moping on the bench, clearly unhappy they weren't playing more, and they didn't seem to be supporting their teammates, and it looked like maybe there was a disconnect between the young players who wanted to play more and weren't playing well enough to play more, and the veterans who publicly have stated, Dibs, they've publicly said, this won't work, we need other veterans. I think that's one of the elephants in the room. It has to be. Yeah. And, you know, it's tough because the the team itself is kind of hamstrung in terms of what they can do because... There's a sense that they don't want to trade these young players. That's the future. And if I'm Joe Lacob and I believe in Poole, Moody, Kaminga, and Wiseman, I'm not trading them because in five years, when Steph, Clay, and Dre are all gone, I still have to have a team that people want to come see. So I'm not going to trade all those guys to bring in a couple of you know veterans who will be here yeah. for a year, maybe yeah. two years, and then... After two years from now, when Clay's gone and Draymond's gone and I'm left with Steph and Wiggins and, and I'm left with nothing at that point, I want this thing to go on and on. So it's a disconnect. So you're not going to trade the young players to bring in a veteran, yet you got the veterans who are thinking, please don't play the young guys. Yeah, but I what mean, if I could get, and I know this is really difficult to pull off when you look at the particulars, but what if I could package some or all of those guys and bring back... The Slim Reaper. The Durantula. Kevin Durant. Bring him back. Would you be up for that? Not at all. Really? Not I would, but I don't all. think there's any way you can do it. Well, you would have With to trade either anymore. Draymond or Clay. Yeah, so if yeah. you want to trade Draymond, Wiseman, and Moody for Kevin Durant. Can I have Ben Simmons too? Yeah, I don't think so. No? Based okay. on the salaries, you'd have to trade uh, Draymond yeah. and Clay. So you trade Draymond and Clay for Simmons and Durant. And then Durant's going to be, if, if you're trading Draymond for me, I don't want to go there. Fremo's not there, right? So it right. just doesn't and, work. Yeah, what do we do? Because KD yeah. would not come here unless Draymond was here. We know that. <laughs> I won't come without Draymond. By the way, the Warriors are uh, number one in the association in personal fouls committed. Hmm. So, I mean, short of any possible moves, that's the number one thing that, that needs to get short of. Yeah. Last year, I think they were third. I think they were tied for third last year. They yep. still won the championship. To me, some of that is still because they do they do play a lot smaller than a lot of teams, but there's a lot of reasons for it. Here's the thing about the young guys, and it does look like the last two nights, maybe everybody's on the same page, more or less, as far as the young guys. But the Detroit Pistons have a lot of really young guys, and they're terrible. They lost in Sacramento last night. Beat the Warriors. Yeah, they did. They have a lot of young guys, some of whom want to get more minutes, and their coach, Dwayne Casey, said, I guess Friday, he said, Look, the young guys, don't count your minutes. Make your minutes count. 
Isn't that it? Yeah. And that's what I hope Steve Kerr, somebody told the young players on the Warriors. Don't be counting your minutes. Make your minutes count. And I'm sure he has. And at the same time, though, the leash here is a lot shorter than the leash is in Detroit. Yes. Because you're in a spot where your starting starting unit is unbelievable, right? The best unit in all of basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, if you're in Detroit, you know that even when you play your best and you're playing everybody, you're probably still going to be up against it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you think that we can, to a degree, dismiss some of the early season losses because the Warriors were a veteran team and it's early in the year, and yeah, they lost at Detroit and Orlando. They just, you know... It's hard for these guys coming off a championship to give the type of effort with the urgency that the coaches demanded because these are veterans and it was so early in the year. I'll give you that uh, to an extent, but when you lose to Charlotte and Detroit and Orlando Orlando all on a road trip and you lose in the fashion you did, you know, you lost to Charlotte in overtime, Detroit hammered you for the most part, and then Orlando was just better than you at the end. Yeah, It's fine for the first 36 minutes of a game, okay, championship hangover, sure. But then you get into nut-crunching time. This is where good veteran teams win these games, mm-hmm. and the Warriors just haven't. So, yeah. And the hangover's over, by the way. You're 17 games in to an 82-game season. You're almost a fourth of the way through the season now. There's no more excuses about championship hangover. What are the Warriors right now? Because, to your point, most people who do this for a living say you got to wait 20 games before you know anything. We're almost there. So what is this Warrior team right now? To me, it's definitely not the championship team of last year, but what are they? They're top-heavy is what they are. And if this was an NCAA team, you would love them because you could play five guys. You mm. could play six guys mm-hmm. in the NCAA tournament. But the NBA doesn't work that way. And I think that this team is vulnerable. They're one significant injury away, and I'm not saying Steph, Clay, or Draymond, but any one of those other players, if they lose any one of the reliable six, they're in real trouble. They're vulnerable, and they're top-heavy. Yeah, so they, they need bench help. They're just a little thin. And the test with Clay is, as great as he's played the last two games, if he has another one of those games where he nothing's going in, then what does he do? Is he going to revert to the clay where he's hunting shots? We'll see. I think there's reason to think, okay, they fixed that, but it's something to keep an eye on as well. Definitely, and that's where you know he's hot right now, and he's back, and all the rest of it. And yeah, he's silencing all of the trolls out there, yeah. as, as he said in the post game, and that's great. You're coming off a 41 point game. You won't play tonight. Wednesday against the Clippers, we'll see. Hopefully he continues this upward trend of being back to the old clay. Yeah, you got the Clippers. You got the Jazz, right? And the Jazz turn into the The upstart Jazz. What is that about? The plucky little Jazz, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't know how good they are, but when you look at their roster, that's not really a tanking roster. Maybe they'll trade some guys, but that's not a terrible team. Uh, what's coming up next on the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. 49ers in action tonight at Altitude. Style points. Do they matter? And do the 49ers need some tonight? That's next. Willard and Dibs. Whitey in for Willard on 95.7 The Game. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 